So in order to shop at my local food co-op, you have to work. And the work that I like to do is childcare. I like kids and they generally tend to like me and I might want to have some one day and figure it might be a good idea to rent a little before I own. So I walked in yesterday and one of the first kids to check into the childcare was, let's call him Julio. He was around eight years old, kind of sullen. His mom took me aside and said, is it okay to give him this iPad? Just let him play it for an hour. Um, and then he can play with the other kids. And I was like, sure. So an hour goes by, Julio sitting in the corner playing a video game quietly. And there's this other kid, let's call him Jimmy, who is about five years old, who keeps pulling on Julio's sleeve and asking him to explain the details of the game he's playing. And Julio was responding to him with uh, scorn, condescension, sometimes just silence. And it's a, a little bit of a painful thing to witness, but I don't intervene. Partly because I don't know what to say, and partly because there are lots of other kids, much younger, one, two years old, bumping into each other, grabbing things, um, playing toy guitars, making noise, having fun, sometimes crying, sometimes laughing. Nothing really tended to stick for too long. They took a lot of supervision, but they were generally sort of easy to work with. In like an hour and 15 minutes, and I feel like I owe it to this kid's mother to go over and check in with Julio. So I ask him how long he's been playing, and he says about an hour. And then I ask him how long his mother said that he could play, and he says about an hour. And then I ask him whether he's thinking of stopping playing at the end of this game, and he just gives me icy silence. And of course, not being trained in the art of setting boundaries, I walk to the other side of the room and quietly go to the bathroom and find that I'm feeling a surprising amount of fear of this kid, this eight-year-old kid who I basically have control over in this room, uh, and I don't know why. So I wash my hands and sort of slowly dry them, and dreading what's going to happen, I walk out of the bathroom, and I see Julio, no longer with the iPad, sitting in the corner with his hands over his ears in what seems like a yelling match with, let's call her Hilga, a 50-year-old German woman who's working with me and who is laying into Julio for being selfish and for not being nice to the other kids and for wasting his time with an iPad and who is generally confrontationally putting a good and evil slant on the whole situation which Julio seems to be responding to with defiance and icy scorn. So it seems like a pretty rough situation, and I just sit down near Julio and just try to let things cool down a little bit, and when a little time has passed, I strike up a little conversation with him and figure out pretty quickly that he's feeling humiliated to be around all these tiny little kids who he feels like are way beneath him and he's resenting the control that the adults are exerting on him but he's also worried about being judged as weak and stupid so I have this idea that maybe I can ask him to help me clean up and sort of enlist him as an adult in training and see whether that helps things so we do that for a little while and he, he perks up a little bit I just try to treat him as if he were another member of the staff who just might need a little bit more help and supervision. And then I ask him to help sing a song to a, a two-year-old girl who's just sitting there kind of bright-eyed and ready. And 
At first he resists. I ask him what songs he likes, and he says, I don't like songs. And then I ask him, well, you know, there must be one song that you like. And he says, yeah, Green Day. So I say, oh, cool. You know, Green Day, those guys went to high school right next to me in Oakland. And I didn't know them, but a bunch of my friends were friends with them. And he perked up and he looked at me sort of incredulously. And it seemed like my cachet with him was going up. And I asked him, which song by Green Day? You know, the, that one with uh, the words that aren't really family friendly. And I, I play him a couple guitar riffs uh, on my little guitar from their first album, Dookie. And he doesn't recognize any of them. And it becomes clear that he thought Green Day was the name of a song that was just really punk rock and awesome. But he doesn't know that song. So he surprises me by suggesting an ingenious bargain. He suggests that if I let him play his iPad later, then he will sing a song with me. And, you know, I take a little moment to explain to him that he's addicted to this screen, like a drug, and he's willing to do anything, even something he hates, in order to get it. And almost to prove it to him, I agree. So I start to play a Green Day-like guitar pattern, nice and slow, and I I'm, I'm, think I'm going to teach him a song by Green Day and have that just be a little teaching moment. And he surprises me again by starting to make up a song about elephants stampeding through the jungle. It's amazing. It's sort of formless. It has something that could have been a chorus if it had been repeated. And it winds and winds, and he seems to be totally uninhibited. He's got a beautiful high voice. He's obviously listened to something on the radio because he's got a sense of style. And when that song winds down, he seems to be enjoying himself, so I suggest we sing another one. And he says, yeah, how about spaceships? And so he starts singing. The spaceships in the sky would have died every run racing around and souping all the aliens up. And, you know, crazy, elaborate, beautiful, high voice winding through a sort of incoherent story about a battle between the spaceships and the Earth. And we go like this for a while. I don't remember how many songs. And at the last one, he's looking tired. And he says, okay, one more, and then I'm going to play my iPad. And this song is called War of the Sky. I know that because he told me before he sang it. And it was like an epic story from Lord of the Rings or perhaps Star Wars. It was really hard to follow, and I think it had lots of villains and maybe some heroes, and probably some epic flying battles between flying machines. I don't really remember much because I was focused on trying to keep up with him on the guitar, but I do remember that when we finished, I couldn't help but see a sense of pride and power and dignity and a sense of purpose in his eyes. Maybe I'm making it up, but he seemed like a totally different kid from the one who was covering his ears and screaming back at the German lady a few minutes before. And then he asked for his reward, the iPad. So I passed it back to him, and we discovered very quickly that it was locked, and his mother, who was working downstairs, had the code. So... I took the somewhat unconventional approach of just leveling with him and saying, look, 
Julio, I'm sorry. I totally messed that up. I'm not a dad, and I don't really know about bargaining with kids or setting limits, rewards. And I gave him a half smile, and he sort of half smiled back and seemed to be pretty understanding. But he wanted his iPad. So when we finally got the code from his mother, and he logged back into the game, Pretty soon my shift was over and I had to leave, so I went over to Julio and I said, Hey man, it was really great to meet you, and thanks for improvising all those songs with me. I feel like you've got a real gift and you should keep doing it. And, uh, you know, sorry about some of the tension, but I think that we did a really good job of working it out. And sort of half expecting a hug or a high five or maybe a sideways smile, just a little acknowledgement something. And I waited. I waited a little longer. And he just completely ignored me. <laughs>